So sorry if that's us. Okay. Um, okay. Hi, everyone. Thank you to the worship team. It's been amazing this morning. It's been a while since, it's been a while, and I'm excited to be speaking again. For those who might not know me, I'm Mina Jones, and I've been part of the congregation here at St. Xavier's for many years, together with my husband, who used to be pastor here. He passed away some five years ago, and I've decided to continue his legacy and the ministry he left behind. My specific area of, of leadership is in the prayer ministry. As a child, a song my dad often got us to sing was, I believe God answers prayer. I am sure God answers prayer. I have proved God answers prayer, glory to his name. This I've held on to for myself as I pray for myself and others. I love Jesus. He's my best friend. And my desire is to be an instrument in his kingdom to encourage and share the gospel, the good news of his love, whenever I can and wherever I am. We're in the middle of a teaching series, Waiting in the Wilderness. Nobody likes waiting, especially if it takes a long time or it takes long periods of time. But God's plan for us often includes periods of waiting to prepare us for the next phase in our lives. We see this in the example of Jesus being tempted in the wilderness for 40 days and the victory we now enjoy because he endured it all. Matt S. started the series by giving us an, an overview of the temptations of Jesus, reminding us that we are in the season of God's covenant grace. He said, this is not the time to depend on our own strength, on our own wisdom. It's a season that God proves himself mighty through his grace, through the grace Christ has offered us. If you were here last Sunday, Steve continued the series by looking at the first temptation of Jesus to turn stones into bread. From verses 1 to 5, also reminding us that when we are tempted, we need to lean in on God's word. Today, from the chapter so beautifully read by Verity, we'll be looking at the theme of learning to dethrone self and in order to enthrone Christ. Learning to dethrone self, learning to dethrone self, yeah, in order to enthrone Christ. Focusing on selected verses. Verses five to eight on the second temptation says, then Satan took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment. And the devil told him, oh, I will give you all of these splendid kingdoms and their glory, for they are mine to give to anyone I wish. If you will only get down on your knees and worship me. 
Jesus replied, we must worship God and him alone. Apparently, Jesus is giving some type of visionary experience to the kingdoms of the world and is offered total authority by Satan. Satan says, oh, look, all this can be yours as it tries to entice Jesus to false worship and power. The Bible tells us that though Satan has power and is the ruler of this world, yet he can only offer us deception and half-truth. He knows he doesn't have power to offer Jesus anything except unfaithfulness and rebellion to God's plan. Satan is not worthy of worship. So Jesus' reply rejects rejects the offer totally and quotes Deuteronomy 6 verse 4. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. By Jesus putting service and worship together in his reply, he makes it clear that only God should be honored. Jesus knew his mission and he knew that there's nothing better than following God's will. Jesus was tempted in his hour of weakness and desperate need, but he had a weapon, the word of God to use as he says, it is written. All of us have succumbed at some point by being enticed to do the wrong thing. We've often failed to trust God fail to rely on his strength, and suddenly we become aware that we've let the master down. Remember how it all started in the Garden of Eden? Lent is a time that reminds us of testing, trials, and temptations. It's a time for learning how to overcome some of the bad habits in our lives and growing in becoming more like Jesus. Temptations do not cease because we have given our lives to Christ. I wish it did. Jesus was tempted at all points, yet without sin. Satan never relaxes his effort in tempting us. So we can never afford to be off guard. When there is plenty, abundance, and all seems going well. First Peter 5 verse 8 of the Living Bible says, or advises us, be careful. Watch out for watch out for attacks from Satan, your great enemy. He prowls around like a hungry, roaring lion, looking for some victim to tear apart. A little girl in Sunday school was asked. What do you do if you are tempted? She made a brave attempt and said, Oh, I'll send Jesus to the door. It was a good answer for her level. But for us, as tempting as sin is, we have a choice. With the power of the Holy Spirit in us and as we keep our eyes on Christ, he will help us to win any battle. 
the, what are the areas then we can dethrone Christ? These days we can almost hear the appeal of Satan saying, all this I would give you, power, fame, money, celebrity status, and so on, if you would follow my leading and worship me. He whispers day and night for us to bow down for, to the things he offers. One hears and sees his appeal on TV, through the radio, through friends, work colleagues, and even in the quietness of our homes. The culture we have all around us encourages us to turn inward and rely on our own strength, desires, and contacts. Our culture thinks that muscle, money, good looks, intelligence are what someone needs to make them truly important. Maybe they do. Sometimes, many times, people are more concerned about their self-image, their emotions, and what others think of them. Even though they know it is not pleasing to Christ, Others, unfortunately, are so obsessed with their hobbies. Hobbies are good, but when it becomes an obsession, then it becomes like a god. At other times, one secretly begins to compete with others at work. And unfortunately, sometimes at church. We may feel insecure or anxious or overconfident. I think we can do things on our own and start to focus on our own selfish ambitions. Some people think the Bible is like a magic wand. And so they keep it under their pillow or in the best places in their homes and think, oh, Satan is blind. These are some of the areas we can dethrone God. These are the areas we can dethrone Christ. But there is another area, another area we can choose. The marvelous thing about the Christian life is that when we step into fellowship with other believers, there is power available because God gives us his Holy Spirit to help us. We are not on our own. We have the power of God's spirit at work in our lives. No matter how much Satan may, may, may push and threaten, with God's spirit in us, Satan cannot overcome. He would huff and puff, but he would not throw us down by God's grace. The one thing that can rob us of God's power is disobedience. The pressures of making choices may still be there as well as the attractions of the world. But relying on the Holy Spirit, having his word as a shield, we can be assured that sin will not have dominion over us. 
David said, Thy word have I kept in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. Obediently at the very heart of the life of Jesus himself, even when tempted, God's spirit is made available to help us obey the Father's will. First Corinthians 10 verse 13 tells us, He will provide a way so that you can endure it. We can endure whatever challenges we face. God will help us through it all. The amazing truth that we must hold on to by day and night, asleep or awake, is that God knows us. He loves us and suffers with us even when we are tempted. It says in Hebrews 2 verse 18 in the Amplified Bible, because he himself in his humanity has suffered in being tempted, he is able to help and provide immediate assistance to those who have been tempted and exposed to suffering. Are you ready to exalt and enthrone him in all matters at work, at school, at home, and even when no one can see you? He sees all things. He hears all things. He knows all things and rewards those who diligently please him in all things. We need to orientate our lives around Christ. We have the opportunity to set ourselves apart from the world and be a testimony. Christ is our example, even though he was in the form of God. He did not count equality with God something to be grasped. He humbled himself and now has the highest place in heaven. When we are tempted, we need to remember that God gave us his son to be our example, to help us overcome the strategies of the devil. When tempted, Jesus could have cried to God and the devil could have left him. Even though he knew he was God's son, yet he did not say to the devil, oh, I am God's son. What are you talking about? Why are you talking to me like that? But he chose to say, it is written. He learned on the word. He leaned on the word and used it, the sword of the spirit. It is the word of God that destroys the power with which Satan presented his temptations. Areas to lay down our lives at the feet of Jesus. We must realize that we are in a spiritual battle. Hence, we need to pray constantly. We need to pray the word. Pray and confess our sins when we, when we fail. Read the word and serve others our own little children around us should begin to learn the word through songs and memory verses. It should help them in facing temptations ahead. Temptations which would be more challenging than ours. 
as a child, amongst the many songs I learned was Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. In my wilderness seasons, lonely, scary, as some have been, these songs have helped me and no trial can rob me from that thought. Jesus loves me. Brothers and sisters, life will take us through many wilderness seasons, challenging times, and it is during those times God's word and his promises are what we would need to ward off Satan. Now we have the time to study, learn, meditate on, our, on the word of God. Ephesians 6 verse 11 says, put on the whole armor of God that you, be, you will be able to stand against the tricks, against the wires of the devil. And that includes putting on, studying the word of God. These are the times when we must enthrone God, when we must exalt him, and when we must glorify him in all we do. We are the gemstones on display. We are God's gemstones on the display. So let us shine for him by doing the things that will please him so that the world would see that he lives in us and they would learn to love him too. Moreover, we are the light of the world. We are the mouth and feet of Jesus. Whatever we do for the kingdom, example, sharing the good news of Jesus, let us do it with all our might, knowing that our reward is in heaven. First Timothy 4 verse 13 says, appeals with us. It says, be an example in thought and word and deed and show other Christians how to live by your life. They should be able to follow you in the way you talk and in what you do. Show them how to live in faith and in love and in holy living. And by his grace, as, Paul's can, as Paul, we too can say, from Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ, yet not I, but Christ who lives in me. It is Christ who lives in us. So are you ready to drop off all the things that would hinder you in this your journey? Are you ready? Let us pray. Jesus, we thank you for setting us an example to overcome the lies of the devil. We ask your forgiveness where we have sinned and we have listened to the lies of Satan. Forgive us when we have taken your love lightly. Father, forgive us. Lord, we pray that you will take our lives and let them be consecrated, Lord, to thee. Take our wills and make them thine 
and in your strength, make us more than conquerors over sin for the sake of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.